Welcome back, everybody, to During Business Hours. My name's Christopher. And I'm Eric. And today we got a juicy one for you. I would say one of the most hilarious additions to Pride Month that we should never forget. Never? Never. Never, never. This is a huge impact to American culture. Absolutely. The day Baby Gap got stopped. Baby Gap? Baby Gap. 30... Baby Gap. Baby Gap. Baby Gap. 32 individuals were apparently planning some shopping spree, car theft, combination to start a riot in Idaho, right? Yeah, so... I'm scrolling past all the ads. Did you uh, you put this up on the screen? That's just, I scrolled past the ads. That's yeah, so it's going to be two boats wide right there. So apparently on Sunday or Saturday, there was 32 men in 30, a stolen. 30, more than 30. The account looks like it's 31, but um, a driver and 30 people. A... Uh, they stole a U-Haul. Yeah, y'all can bought, read that. They got the names. They, they bought identical clothing. Yeah. From the Gap. To, to have a uniform. To have a uniform mm-hmm. to seem like they were some white power, privileged, anti-LGBTQ, yeah. reclaim America shirts on, like really empowered. But they couldn't spend nineteen ninety nine on a fucking U-Haul. To, to rent the U-Haul for this, 24 hours. This is inflation. Affecting America, and it is it is the pivotal moving point where you will steal a car full of gas mm. before you rent a car, and then you're obligated to pay for gas to start a riot. They all, this, I'm guaranteeing, they're all white privileged male. This, this is also one of those um, only commit one crime. If your plates are out, don't speed. You know, <laughs> I drove eight years without a license. I understand this. Yeah, nine years, me. Yeah, and still. I paid registration, paid for fuel. Look at these idiots. They couldn't even, uh, they couldn't even 100% match. They all got uh, well, the, all the white gators, blue shirt, tan pants. Military boots. If they're real, oh, yeah. if they're Oakley, whatever, high top uh, desert boots, they'll be 100 to $180. Well, with inflation, probably 240 to yeah. 290 They all have their baby gap um you know, shirts and yeah. caps on. This is them after they busted them out of the riot gear. A lot of them have their GoPro uh, attachments on, which is yep. fun. So they definitely had $20 and an ID card. Yeah. But they'd much rather save $20 and the cost of refueling that U-Haul. By stealing a U-Haul. By stealing a U-Haul. U-Haul's cheaper than renting a car. It's 20 bucks for 20 You cannot tell me in America right now it is easier to steal a U-Haul full of gas than it is to afford to pay for a U-Haul full of gas to then start a riot to fuck with people that have nothing to do with your crazy agenda. No. Like, I, I totally support Pride. It's fine. Do you have your fun? But this I also... The this the main guy? Oh, my God. Really? What's his name? This is the, the Russo guy. Thomas Rousseau was arrested on June 11th in downtown Cordualen, Idaho, and was arrested with other members of white supremacist group near LGBTQ Pride event. We are going to bleep that out as to not support these assholes. Yeah. Um, packed in the back of a U-Haul truck with riot gear. Rousseau, Grapevine, Texas has been something. Poverty Law Center is the group's founder. Office the identified a, by the yeah. law center as the group's founder. Uh, and then here is the picture of all three yeah. of these. Look at this guy with his fake tan. No names, I'm going to say eight over, face. two down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
Two down? Seven over two down. Seven over two down. This guy? Yellow shirt. Yellow shirt? So it's second. Second on top. What is he? What's the... Uh, magnet? Eyebrows? The, no, he's like... Smile? Yeah. Stop smiling. This is your model face. That's what he and looks then, like. Uh, this guy down here looks like he, he's been caught. Doesn't know where his life's going to go now. Who do you think is the one who cried the most when it happened? I'm going to say number three. I was going to say three as well. I would have picked this guy, but looks he looks like he doesn't understand the repercussions of his actions just yet. <laughs> and this guy looks like he, he knows his life is over. Yeah. Um, I, let's, you know, this is a great thing. Control plus for me a bunch of times. Let's blow these up. I don't have plus. There you you go. do. It's the equal sign. All right. You know, actually, I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to go number two. Looks like he cried and pissed himself. Number one looks like he got hit with a stupid shovel. Um, the real bigot of the party, I would say that the most hateful yet child molester-esque view that I got is going to be... Number 13. Number 13 looks like somebody's uncle that shouldn't have been over overnights. Just saying. The rest of That's them look... The, this guy? Or one over? One over. One over. This guy. Yeah. Because you got eight, 11, 12. Yep, that's 13. That's uh, it's a sad, this, it's a sad world because I bet they were dancing, flinging dildos all over the place, and none of these guys had to be there. They could have been watching NASCAR. It's a fucking Saturday. Mm -hmm. Go watch your NASCAR. Nobody bothers you or they breaks do anything. It. Nobody throws dildos at you when you're watching NASCAR. There's some crazy shit that goes on at Pride. I'm speaking from experience that they do throw rubber pleasure devices at people as a pin the tail on the whatever. Call it whenever they want, but it's a fun little game. Then you got guys who like dress up and stick it all over themselves. I that was interesting. That was interesting. You want to be extra. That's when that's uh, your cone of silence or like your cone of protection. Don't let me poke my, you. That's my. This is my you know? personal bubble. It's my bubble. So he just put a bunch of and colored them. It was very interesting. But this is the most outrageous shit. You're going to start a riot at an LGBTQ plus IA event. Yeah. Why? What do you? It's not BLM. I, I would understand like, okay, this isn't you want the the whole idea on like Fox News and all these people is there is a, what is it? A race war that's going to happen. They always talk about the race war. A war against people who are celebrating their individuality and specialness. Mm -hmm. They're going to run. There's no riot. There's not going to be a war. Yes, scanner. But by, they're going to go elsewhere. Most, by, by I'd say 95% of the people that I've met that are of the LGBTQIA family, very peaceful. The other 5%, whether they were going through things or whatever, some can be psychotic, but some straight people can very, be very that's psychotic. Just, that's just the people thing. It is. Oh, God. They don't, the one that really weirded me out is the one who had that fever dream. Mm. <laughs> I've employed a lot of people. I don't care what your background is, your your life, your style, whatever. Talk about it. Great. Be open. It's. It, I'm not saying hit on me. I'm not the best looking guy, but you know, I assert a bit of a, a dad mentality. I guess mm -hmm. you know, like I have kids now. So but this is before. You to be, uh, featured in the uh, the lucid dream. Oh God! Yeah. Head. I was never that person that was actively 
what is it, mingling with employees. We did the once a week no, thing. No rolling. real fraternization. We have exactly. the we had the weekly. Here's some pizza. You guys didn't ruin this week. Uh, good job. Keep the work up. Sales you know? are great. Here's Sales a bonus, yeah. etc. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Mm-mm. But all of a sudden, somebody comes up to me and says, "Hey, can I tell you something? I feel like this is uncomfortable for me, but I have to get it off my chest." Mm-hmm. Well, sure, bud. Um, what do you got to say? What's going on in your life? I'm Tell trying me. to word this to not out this person because it was an uncomfortable situation. You're no, sitting no, there. No names. This is back when we started the HR, like two, two person, open door policy. Nobody was, we had somebody who was uncomfortable at one time as they were transitioning. And then like a year later, since we had implemented this new thing, but now it's, all right, manager, owner, person concern. You all got your six feet, your little bubbles. Yeah. And he comes out says, well, I've been having thoughts and it's making me uncomfortable at work. Sure. Um, is there trouble? Yeah, something what, happened? What do we do to help you? What's going on? Well, sure. Shit. He had a dream about me and uh, I can't remember exactly, but it led to daddy dom, daddy, what was it? Daddy domination. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're laughing. I'm trying to I not know. laugh. It's not you, funny. You it's were not so funny. bad when we were sitting. I know Ugh. you couldn't shut up the whole time, but you were like, you can't, there's no way when you kept reacting, <laughs> we, I just we, couldn't deal with it. We opened the policy for workplace concerns. You got I a problem with an employee. You, you had a problem set with me the policy. Up. No. I'm a straight man. I, it's one of those things I'm very out about. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just a straight man. I'm not interested. The, I'm married the, now. Um, the, the uncomfortable behavior brought to our intention was... Uh, Chris's general demeanor, very serious, very stern, you know, just existing new, new father. Uh, I think it was shoot, uh, Leslie was pregnant at yeah, the time. You're, you're, you're breaking in, having to have a dad tone to use against people. And apparently it struck a chord. I, I don't even think I was breaking it in. I speak with inflection. Like this needs to be done. Hey, get this done. Do this, do that. I appreciate this. Let's not do it this way. Let's do it that way. Go ahead. File. <laughs> Uh, post media, great, even, done. You, you speak directly and with authority, mm-hmm. and that in turn is what they described as the daddy energy, which yeah. was oh, yeah, too that's... much for them to handle. It was uncomfortable to have so much dad energy in the room. Mm-hmm. God. They, specifically, daddy energy. Okay, um, daddy. I, I appreciated the the thoughtfulness that went mm-hmm. into this, and I I. I said that I was, of course, not interested, but um, it was uncomfortable to have two people in the room and also staring me down like I was a, uh, I had been basically declared someone's meat dream. And I'm like, I I don't know what to do here, Um, but thank you. And (laughs) it was just the most awkward week until they ended up quitting because- (laughs) Of course, it's going to be awkward. I, I decided to stay away it's, and like yeah. try not to make it weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to interact too much because what if all of a sudden they had more dreams mm-hmm. and then it became stalkerish instead of like, like this person was very uh, feminine when they talked and it was very like, oh, stop it. And like, you know, mm-hmm. joking, even the hand on the shoulder at that point, when you announce that you have fantasies about your coworker. co-worker. To, it makes it uncomfortable. I'm not saying like, hey, cool, you're cool with having those fantasies. It's typically not tactful to share them. That's not something you bring. That You take that to your grave. Or you take it to your therapist. We have 
not once since making that policy had a professional actual HR discussion with anyone no, about it, anything. Well, yeah, because it's always something. <laughs> it's, always just, <laughs> it's always something horrible. It's, it's, it's always it's always something far left. You're you're thinking somebody has raised a butt in the small work yeah, confines or hey, I, I was felt uncomfortable. Somebody asked me to dinner, yeah. something. Employee B touched my butt. Uh, you know, can you see what's going on? Hey, you got to be more careful. Mm-hmm. We saw this was an accidental hand brushing, made him uncomfortable. Let people clear the space before. No, none of that. It's too, too, too I've coming out. Yeah. Too. Oh, you're talking about the recent one. No, I'm not talking about that one. That's what's going to make said me. said two. Angry. Yeah. So, okay. We have not a coworker. Mm-hmm. But somebody who comes to buy, sell, and trade mm-hmm. often, and for um, I, I'll, I'll redact the name and information no, a bit. No, no, no. no this person, no, no, uh, yeah, no genders. This person has very long fingernails. And typically, it was one or two, and we had asked numerous times, "Hey, what's what's going on?" Turns out, um, there. Well, their excuse at the time was, "Oh, I need it for X, Y, or Z." It was petty, like, oh, I just don't like cutting them. I use them I for use cutting them things. Peel the open always, letters, peel iPads. Always made a joke about, I like to be Dracula. I want to suck your blood with the accent and everything. And I was like, okay, cool. Very long hair, like flowing, shiny hair. Silk. Appears to be a male. In all aspects besides these little things appears to be a male. You would assume male. We don't typically ask like, what's your gender? Because it's more in passing. Hey, you come to buy something. Thanks, man. Etc. But if they ever correct, we'll correct. Mm-hmm. And, hey, sorry. That's a, a courtesy we afford to anyone out of respect. All of a sudden the other day, this person comes, calls me, private phone number, dealing with business with them. What, what time of the day? Very late at night. Mm-hmm. And says, I just wanted to let you know, since things have become more personal between us, since personal number, I am a transgender woman. And I was like, okay, good to know. And then insinuated a few things by like asking about relationship status and and life, even knowing this person's met my wife. Um, It's an awkward conversation to have with somebody to then ask about open relationships Mm-hmm. hinting at said things, even though we're talking about computers and, and things to buy. How do you go there? Um, but they had declared to me they were transitioning full bottom. Good for you. I, I just don't understand the in, the initia, initiation the, of telling me this. It's the, they, they came out to you. Cool, awesome, respectful, mm-hmm. proper pronouns now will proceed. Perfect. Thank you, my gal. No, thank you, my guy anymore. Exactly. Unless they're... Absolutely. Unless they don't want that out there, they don't... Exactly. Whatever but, you want, you but, tell me what you want, yeah. I'll respect well, it. Absolutely. You're, you've been a cool the, person. How polyamorous are you? Or I'm not poly- the, there's none. <laughs> it's a zero. closed relationship. Not, I don't want commit, no, commit. I want no bottom except the bottom that's brushing up at me. Uh, marriage, 10 year anniversary, 20, it's got to be the same bottom. Same bottom. I, fell, I fell in love. I fell in love with the bottom that better be there the entire time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Small spoon, big spoon. I don't care. Preferably big spoon, but it's just one of those things. Um, and so it was a very awkward moment because we have assumed this gender for so long that it became a, a jaw-dropping thing. So yeah, Eric had pre- tried to predict it a bit. Had asked the question, oh, my battery exhausted. 
had, uh, had asked the question, Hey, is this person trans? I'm getting the vibe of trans. Should we ask them if they're trans? You don't never ask them. But no. still, it, it, what? No. Here's my question though. Of outing. If we would have asked, would they have been uncomfortable? Or and you all let us know. It's is it big, big no no? I could tell you. I know. Well, why is it a no no if somebody it, it's, is giving that vibe? It's the same way you ask same, somebody if they're gay or straight. You're not supposed to ask people that anymore either. What? It's too big of a shock on the system. People who aren't open about this, you can't. But then you say no. Them. Why not just say no or yes? It's too complicated of an issue to drop on someone like that. So Some how do people are? How do people date at certain them? levels? How do they date? Mm -hmm. Then they very secretly have signs that they can show each other. They ask very privately. Why does it have to be? I, I'm just. It a, shouldn't have to be. It should be open and honest to everything. But people yeah. face a lot of problems with. Uh, Anything perceived as queer and being see, out growing the up, public. all the gay people that I knew, all the gay people that I interacted with, were very open. And then Those, the few that I knew who were in the closet was, were still very open if somebody ever asked, because they wanted people to ask. They very much wanted the attention to be claimed, like they were feminine, dressy, hands done, you know, toes done, the nines, wigs on Saturdays, still never claimed that they were gay, straight, bi, lesbian, whatever. They just wanted somebody to ask so they could feel attention. Like attention was on them. The only ones that brought it up. There's still countless others that never brought it up and you might so never find out. So who makes the rules then? The countless others that don't? Every, every person makes up their own rules. Okay. There's no true rule of so engagement then how, for this. But hypothetically then, if every person makes their own rules up, then whose job is it to ask the question? Because somebody, get the, question the question has to be asked. You don't get to ask the question. Nobody asks. You don't get to ask. There's, so there's nope. no questions whatsoever. You can, if you're close friends and you're feeling the room and like, you're like, hey, there's something I've always wondered. Then they'll typically be like, yeah, I'm gay. Or, nah, homie, shut up. You know? I knew a guy for 15 it's years, different. best friend in high school. He came out gay. God, we we always joked around back then. You were like, "Uh, oh, buddy, buddy, you know, you used gay with GH, the extent, all that. But it was really funny. He had changed his mannerisms when we were 20, 21, started going to the bar, and then actions, who he was hanging out with, who he was sleeping with, a little different. And then it finally came out. But nobody ever cared. And it was always a, a running joke in a positive way from 12 to 19 that this person was feminine. So it was never gay bashing. Luckily, I could see how some people would be scared if they've experienced that. But what about the people who haven't experienced a negative way, but they're still closeted to the idea? They've Can they be asked? other negative ways and they don't want to be involved I don't in think that, that it, anything is all bad or all good, ever. Like just shit, the gun violence alone. Let's change the screen so it's not just all these guys. <laughs> it's all the creepy dudes. Like, I don't think anything is all bad or all good. Gun violence by itself. Everyone's trying to ban AR-15s. Canada just, Canada just implemented another ban on assault rifles, handguns, something else. All kinds of crazy shit. Mm -hmm. I think, personally, there is good and bad with every situation. Cake. Bad for me. Good and bad good, cake. Good, yeah. good for a wedding. You know, just it's one of those things. Then you got guns. Good for me. I like to protect myself. I like. I would say that I definitely like to collect handguns, f pistols, firearms. I'm not an AR person. I think I could do a lot more damage in a shorter amount of time with a pistol, especially if there's not multiple targets. 
individual. You've got to have a lot more room with an AR. It's a lot of the daggers versus long swords. Exactly. Built for a different purpose. But then you get into crazy people like Yovaldi with. Now, a lot of people are saying, and you know, I wasn't there. I didn't see it. So take everything I say with grain of salt when it comes to the media. But if I was a person armed in Texas witnessing the cops take 15 minutes to take this suspect out for fear of their jobs or fear of their own life, I I personally would have stepped in knowing that there's a school across the street. Because for some reason he had a lot of time to get from where he wrecked the vehicle to the elementary school. That's crazy to me. Like, look this up. See what the travel time was. 15 minutes before fleeing and driving. Yeah. So he apparently killed, attempted to kill his grandmother, shot her in the face, which I would love to see the after uh, photos of that. Grandma stuff happened 15 minutes and then 12 minutes between wreck and school. So he had, yeah, 12 minutes, like I was saying. Yeah. He was in a gun shootout with police officers. For some reason to me, that shows me that the police were afraid to take his life or they were willfully un- under-equipped. Uh, what, is, what is the word? Um, Underprepared, unequipped. Unequipped, underprepared for what they were needing to do. And it is a fucking atrocity. You don't have kids, but I'm sure you can empathize. 20 children, brutally murdered. He never should have stepped foot in there, especially mm-hmm. if it wasn't... I could see if this man went in a trench coat, hid himself tiptoed inside nobody knew nobody saw not an ounce of that's like the that other one where this guy had been watching the school for a week and found that they left the honor roll uh back patio door unlocked after a, that, this, is, that guy this wasn't that motive this no. was a series of unfortunate events i understand it's not the cops faults this happened but there definitely could have been more done And I don't personally think to blame gun control. I think, sure, universal background check is a big thing. I don't mind being in the most constricted gun zone in the world, California. I have to go through 10 days. I can't buy ammo until I buy that. In the world? In the world? Japan's worse. Is Japan worse for background checks, licensing, all that stuff, taxes? State mandated checkups on your gun. I don't mind that. I wouldn't mind that. In a safe. Okay. I'm just just arguing the point of in the world. So the way that our system works, from what I've heard, California is the strictest in the U.S. and definitely in surrounding countries. Even Mexico has better background checks than most states. You can buy a gun online, never have any information in certain states, get it shipped to you like he did, and go and shoot somebody. At 16, I would have been pretty angry. With a lot of people, I could have been a mass murderer. I had anger problems. There is no reason by 18, if some of these people don't deal with their problems, it doesn't progress and get worse. I don't know what was going on in his life, but goddamn, something could have been done to at least make it harder for him to enter that school, whether it was gun control, police reform, civil action, you know, somebody had popped a shot from across the street because it was a neighborhood city. Right. Somebody was there. Civilian and reaction. A not c- civil yeah. action. They'd be suing him a civilian <laughs> reaction. Yeah. Sorry. I personally, if somebody was shooting up at cops and whatnot and I was out here, was in front of my business, 
because I'm armed at home and in my business. I can't be armed in my car because Scott Jones hasn't signed off on my uh, C, uh, on my uh, CCW at the moment. So still waiting on that. But it is horrible to think that it's Texas, open carry, all these civil liberties these people have with firearms and not one person, not one person stepped in. If you got, what's that guy's fucking name? The insta- uh, Dan Bilzerian. Mm-hmm. When the armed shooter in Vegas was taking shots with a sniper rifle from one of the towers, he was next to a cop asking for a, uh, a pistol, like, give me a gun, give me a gun, saying all kinds of bullshit, trying to co- uh, coerce an officer to give him a gun so he could fire back like he was some uh, G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. You have people like that in Vegas. You don't have one person with, like, and that's fucking psychotic compared to one... S- Sane, normal person who's like, oh shit, there's people around, lives are about to be taken, step up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It gives me not much hope that there is people, if something did happen, Russia, China, some type of civil, or not, some type of um, US-based attack. I, you know, they used to be that saying that behind every blade of grass is an American with a gun. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like that anymore. I don't think pe- people are very, I'm not going to stop an atrocity. I'm uh, going to think about the repercussions of me stepping in to help somebody. There was a million ways that guy could have been taken out. The car could have got him, whatever. But I still think if I was anywhere near that, I would have popped a shot at him. Absolutely. It, Luckily, police in Idaho stopped whatever the fuck those guys were going to riot about. Because I don't know if they were going to uh, cause bodily injury or if they were going to throw... Uh, Destruction what, of property. What did, uh, when the riots happened in 2020, they were throwing the destruction of property, Molotov cocktails, mm-hmm. starting riots, doing that. What was in the U-Haul? Have they released that yet? They haven't mentioned anything other than all the riot gear they had. They haven't mentioned firearms or weapons. It's they had ballistic shields. They had. I wonder if they wrote down the chants. You know, when I was in Boy Scouts, it was like three eighty six, rah rah rah. You know. Did they have their, their white supremacy bullshit? Yeah. What, what they was their right? Uh, exactly. There's got to be. I, there's I a wonder. Blog somewhere. There's going to be a documentary eventually about this because what if one of them was one undercover vice agent? Because vice always does that shit. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're like, yeah. I'm number three on the call sheet. <laughs> the guy who looked I'm like he was crying. His pants. <laughs> Commitment to character. <laughs> exactly. In two weeks, it'll be all uh, edited footage. The guy with the GoPro was probably him. Yeah. Uh, just a vice character. Was the, the U-Haul, the guy who stole the U-Haul. Oh, my God. It turns out it was legally rented and paid for, and then all of her bitching about them not being able to afford it, but, <laughs> afford it, but wanting to... Uh, I bet they're the assholes who went through siphoning gas off with one of those, like... Instant si- Have the, you seen the, any of those? Pump things, yeah. Look, look one of those up. People have gotten so thrifty when it comes to fucking gas that they'll spend more money on making the machine to well, they're, siphon they're gas. Like Two hundred fifty bucks for these pumps, aren't they? Like, it costs more than a freaking CapitalOneShopping.com just showed us. That we're pre-approved to get a get. Then boom, but they, they built these into their cars and then like, yeah. You do that one, either one. So they build these things into their cars here, and any one of these they can have on an electric bolt, mm-hmm. 
and the passenger just has to slide it out the door, stick it into the gas tank, just doop, right, right in the gas tank, and then the driver hits a button. Sucks it up. And it sucks up. Uh, look at Amazon gas topper. Right here. It's got a piston. Exactly. So that guy, it's got a turn off on one side, but you mm -hmm. can hook an hydraulic pump to this with a, it's a valve. Low, low cutoff. You exactly. Pinch that, you're and done. so they hook that into their gas tank. So they never have to, never have to pull into a gas station. They just pull up to the airport where all the cars are parked. The overnight lot. Exactly. And just pop a bunch of these things. I thought for a second, if we took my wife's car when we flew to Oklahoma, that we were going to come back to a dead gas tank because apparently there's no cameras out there. Mm-mm. But they'll spend two, three hundred dollars on building these things, versus spending one tank of uh, gas. And then in California, now a twelve-gallon tank is about a thousand dollars worth of. And so it'd be what a hundred dollars for what? What is that? Six dollars per tank. Mm -hmm. It's like seventy, eighty bucks, ninety bucks. Because I, when I was driving the Blazer, I had a sixteen-gallon tank. It was. Sixty eighty dollars gas a week. I was down to twenty five on my little ten ten gallon. You know, but they're going to assume that it's a misdemeanor, right? Yeah. So a misdemeanor costing them a hundred dollar fine, plus three hundred ninety nine bucks or two hundred. So two ninety nine to build this thing mm -hmm. is still cheaper. If they get away with four gallons of gas for four tanks of gas, that's better for them financially. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's already got a record. This is shitty, but you could save a lot of money if you drive a guzzler stealing gas nowadays and just paying the shit fine. So more people are going to end up doing this. I don't care if people see this and they're driven to it. They're the problem readily is available. Our, our society in California right now benefits the people who want to break the law a little bit. I understand that. If you break it a little bit, we're going to cut you some slack. You break it a whole lot of bit. Yeah, we're, we're going to cut you a little bit of slack, but you're still going to get in trouble. So this is not a whole lot of it. This is just property theft. Yeah. And the, amount, the dollar amount is super small until a gallon has to get to $100 for it to be a felony because it has to be $1,000, right? Mm -hmm. That's fucking ridiculous. Tell me why it makes sense that somebody's going to get a misdemeanor for ruining your fucking day, week, year. Ruining this is two weeks of gas for me. I'm, I'm done. Oh, man, I understand. I mean, I, I can afford to I get drive more, electric. That would suck. It's unfortunate. I made a good choice pre-epidemic with gas. Uh, I don't know if, if we've shared the story about the Tesla, but nowadays it is almost as expensive to own an electric vehicle than it is gas. Did I tell you about the peak hours, right? Mm -hmm. Look up Smud's Peak Hours Summer 2022. So for those who don't know, SMUD is not so expensive in most anti-peak times. Their peak times used to be, what is it, like noon to five, two to five, like times five, most people. Five to eight yeah. peak. So that's what it used to be. When it changes, which is going down, where's their new peak hours? Non-summer. So it's changing mid-peak, then five to eight is so peak. And mid-peak. So they've expanded it by calling it mid-peak. Exactly. So it, the idea was it was so much cheaper. But even you look at off-peak, off-peak is the same as peak hours for normal. It's almost tripled in cost on the peak. The fuck? 
So now if I charge my car between five and eight or eight and midnight, like I normally do, mm-hmm. eight and midnight's the time, eight to- You're paying the premium. Yes, yeah, so now I do midnight to noon is my normal peak cost. That's fucking crazy. So supercharger stations used to cost me about $13. Now they charge right around 25. So it's nearly doubled in energy cost. So my car, instead of being like 13 cents to the mile or whatever, something stupid, 0.13 cent, is ridiculously more expensive. It's affecting not only real gas, it's affecting electricity. And now fucking SMUD. SMUD was one company that during 2020 didn't charge anybody. Didn't cut a bunch of jobs, didn't fire half their labor force, et cetera. They sent a lot of people home, furloughed, paid, whatever. Mm but they were decent about it and they didn't shut people's energy off, which was shitty for a lot of people who use the system, like our neighbors who had $16,000 in energy bills from a false name they rang up. We still get their mail. Um, it's final notice, final notice. There's one time we opened that thing because we thought it was ours. For some reason, the name said Chris something. It was actually Chris for that. Yeah. But uh, funny enough, they, they stopped shutting people off. Now they're just sending it to collections their collections aren't going to do anything for the people who already have busted debts, et cetera. Yeah. Problem is it's just doubling the price to make up for all that lost revenue. And they're trying to fuck the average people like me who still pay our bills, still paid your electricity on time. And now the average cost of this place was $185 a month. You know what it is this month? 240. No, 374. 374. Uh, and that's all for the show today, folks. I'm going to go ask my ice cheeks. Now, make sure I want you to listen closely. Let's go to Duel. Share the video. I'm waiting. Tell your grandmother. Hey, Nana. Share the video. Grandmas love us. Absolutely. Don't know why. Nannies, Baba. Not Baba Yaga, but... Abushka. Abushka. Baba Yaga also likes us. Share, That's unrelated. Share, just share the video. You know, it's one of those things where I always say, I see those memes all the time where it's like, yo, homie, why aren't you famous shit? Why haven't you shared my shit? <laughs>